I'm Dave. I'm Jaylene. We are both paranormal freaks. We love everything creepy, everything that makes your hair stand up. Jaylene, what is something that has got you turned on to paranormal? Oh, God, where do I start? Ever since I was a little girl, I've always had these strange things happen. I just always had such an open mind. And even as an adult, it still happens. Do you have, do you get that sense of being watched or something else around you? All the time. Like there's, there's moments where I can still smell like my grandpa's cigarette smoke around me. And it's like always in the moment that I feel like I kind of need it. You know, it's like, it's welcoming. Like that reassurance. Yes. And it's not, it doesn't doesn't creep me out. I, I enjoy it. And see, that's how it is. Like, so I remember telling you way back. I still remember the night my stepfather passed. He was at home hospice. And me and my wife drove all the way up to Minnesota. And we walked in the house. My mom had like a sensi or something in the house. Every so often, I could be driving down the road, working, doesn't matter where I'm at. That scent will hit me out of the blue and then boom, go away. It doesn't matter. It could be anywhere. And it's just like that moment of doubt. And it's like, hey, I'm here got this keep going type of thing yes it's comforting yeah so what are we what are we talking about tonight miss daily all right so i think we should talk about being drunk and possessed i have been reading articles and i've seen a couple videos and i don't know it just oh i think we should do it i think we should talk about that so what so what have you found so far about drunk and possessed okay so from what i've heard Anytime a person gives themselves over to like a substance such as alcohol or drugs, they're opening a portal to evil, which could include possession. So they're saying this is why it's so hard to break that habit, break that addiction, you know, because as human beings, we're spiritual human vessels. So that's like a paradox. That's like a paradox. So like, so what if you're not actually getting stoned or drunk or high, you're actually getting possessed. You're welcoming in. Oh, I don't know. Ooh, it gives me goosebumps. It's, 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 like, it's like after a hard day at work. Oh, I'm not going to go home and get drunk. I'm going to go home and get possessed. I'm going to go get totally possessed <laughs> today. I'm going to get so messed up and just be possessed later. <laughs> I, I, hope, I hope tonight I have this badass team that just take possession of me. <laughs> yes. Take me to your spirit world. But it makes you think, though, like, okay, are you getting drunk or are you getting possessed? Okay, because, see, there's been this time when I was drinking in Vegas, right? And, I mean, I was messed up, okay? Like, messed up. And when I woke up the next day, my friends were like, are you good? And I'm like, yeah, why? They're like, you were, like, different. And I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, you don't remember any of it? They're like, you made some lady cry. And I'm like, what? And they were like, yeah, you sat down with her and you were like, I can sense something around you. And you had this whole conversation about how like you were talking to her husband and she was bawling her eyes out. And I was like, I don't remember any of that. That's crazy. So like, what was that? Right? Exactly. Like, Like, what was that then? And why can't I remember it? Like, that 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 happened to me? 
I don't, how do you explain that? Because people black out, right? So. Right. Like, you always hear the blackout drunks. But, like, are you, you really blacked out or, 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 is, or is that the point where you're actually getting possessed? Exactly. Do you still have, I mean, are you really opening that door? And then this spirit or whatever you want to call it is, you know, essentially taking over your body, your emotions. Because you're still walking and talking. I walked all over the strip that night. I walked into my, I found my hotel room completely drunk by myself. Like, how did I do that? And don't remember. Right. And it's like, you're talking about in Las Vegas. Like, (laughs) but like, that's like, I've been to Las Vegas when I was 18. And even sober, I had trouble getting around. Exactly. So, how did I do it? How did I find my room by myself when I was belligerent? I mean, belligerent and drunk. So, have you heard? So, have you came across any cases in your research on drunk and possessed? So, there's been people who have tried to use it in court, right? So, like The Conjuring, you've seen The Conjuring, right? Right. Okay, so they try to say, you know, it was this and it was that, whatever. So there's been cases where people have tried to say they've been demonically possessed through alcohol. That they don't remember, but there's nothing really to support it. But there's so many people saying you are literally possessed. That's why they're called spirits. Alcohol is called spirits for the sake of you living this into your body, right? I never thought of that. So they're literally saying the word itself is a body-eating spirit. So how how do you what like what is that? Is that where they got the words spirits from? I mean that's like, what I've read. You know, but see then it can go both ways, right? Because people get drunk and then they could have mental illness, rage. Um, you know, they could do things essentially that are felonies and criminal while drunk too and don't remember there's people who can drink and say that you know their minds are clearer and they can come up with more ideas so it's it's just crazy to me because try to use that defense but how do you explain that how do you prove that you've been possessed right and but like you, you can see how the court rulings would go, though, over something, because they would say, well, you were just drunk. Okay. How do you know I wasn't possessed? Right. But how do you soon, prove... as soon as anybody brings up anything paranormal or anything like that, oh, you're going to the psych ward type. Right. Exactly. You're just crazy. You're psychotic because this is impossible. That doesn't exist. But, well, I mean... like any Any based on true story horror movie you watch about like hauntings and stuff like this for example the Amityville horror the most no well known paranormal movie out there mm-hmm. if you watch that movie the, the first generation and the remake you see how the husband in particular goes through levels of possession yeah and it's and he doesn't even know that he's possessed right and then if I remember correctly there was more and more alcohol yes. throughout the movie. And what does that tell you? Hey, cool. the demon wants more control, so you need to get more drunk so I can take more control over you. Right. And see, and then I was thinking about that in The Conjuring because 
Well, in The Conjuring, the the devil made me do it. Have you seen that one? Yes, yes. Okay, so what was his name? Archie? I can't remember his name. But the man that was in there was completely drunk, right? So was he actually like the possessed and he saw this because he was like, how did that work? Because he was completely drunk. So was he the one that was possessed and then it carried over to him? Because it was shifting, right? Right. Okay, so it initially was that man was just drunk. I know it started with the child and then moved, right? Because I feel children are very open. So I could see how it started there. Then you have, you know, oh, I don't know. It's just crazy to me because there is drugs and there is alcohol involved in these situations. And then you had witchcraft also in that. Right. So if we have because it was they were they cursed there. them. It was there was a curse under the home. Yeah, and it's see people think curses aren't real. Those things are real. I'm telling you right now, yes. they are real. They are real, and whether they're invited or uninvited, it's happening. Like <laughs> oh, these yeah. demons are transporting themselves. I mean, they can cause well, people to go comatose, have heart attacks. I mean, you've seen people are in movies, obviously. I mean, I haven't seen it in person where someone's actually been possessed, but your body is like supernatural. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So if we have any listeners out there who think they've been possessed or drunken possessed, email us. We have an email in our video description. We want to hear from you, even if you're not or drunken. Hear about your stories. We want to, something that you couldn't explain. Living in a haunted house, like myself. We want to hear from you. Yes, we've got to cover your haunted house. Oh my! Well, there are so many stories, and I am. I'll talk about one today, but there it got to a point. We thought we had to have exorcism. Was that bad? Oh my gosh! I can't wait to hear about that. We'll have to cover that one soon. Well, uh, well, we can talk about it right now. Let's do it. Yeah, okay. So we live in over a hundred year old house on the outskirts of Little Rock in the countryside. This is all cattle country. And this house has been in my wife's grandpa's family for generations. Um, numerous deaths have occurred in this house. It doesn't creep me out. You know, it's part of life. I get it. Mm-hmm. But everybody said you do know that house is haunted i'm like no it's not and i always believed in hauntings you know i always had that sense just like you of you know i feel it i get it you know i know when something is out of town mm-hmm. but we moved in did a bunch of remodeling and, and things slowly started to happen Ooh, yeah you're um, the house. oh my gosh yeah like, you were you were moving things around yeah so I've, I've heard about that well it the first mm-hmm. instance we had when me and my wife were going to bed one night we had this cat and in the living room where her grandpa used to hang out and all his drinking buddies the cat looked up in the corner of the ceiling of the room and it started meowing and then arching its back like someone was petting it then started purring. And me and my wife witnessed this in the bedroom. And the cat starts to talk in this meow voice, like meow, meow, meow. 
meow, 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 meow. And then it would part, like as it's looking up. And then the cat looks at us, hisses at us, looks back up at the corner, and starts its charades again. And me and my wife shut the door. I said, we're going to fuck the bed right now. <laughs> and that was like the first instance. And we have another instance. And my wife calls it the It's Me Ghost in our closet in our bedroom. I was asleep. She was up reading. And she's like, Dave, wake up, wake up. I'm like, what? what? What's going on? She's like, there's a voice coming from the closet. I'm like, what did it say? It's me. It's me. I'm like, I think you were asleep. She's like, no, I was reading. So I stay up with her for a little bit. I hear it with her. So, till this day, we have counted like five different spirits here. We call the closet ghost the It's Me ghost. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> but it's like... I mean, it's all the same. <laughs> but if you want to know some, some of the most creepiest things ever, I was playing electric guitar one night, and that voice came through the amplifier on the guitar amp. <gasps> Stop, you just gave me chills. Oh, my God. And... I was just jamming out and I heard it. And I'm like, I'm the fuck out of oh here, guys. That's crazy. But so off subject, but in, in the next coming episodes, we have a gentleman named Brandon Callahan. He is an amazing paranormal investigator and an amazing author. I got to know him on a more personal basis. He even offered to come down here and do a paranormal investigation in my house because he's in Missouri. And I'm like, dude, I, I greatly appreciate the offer, but you know, my luck, we're going to piss these spirits off. And I got to live here, not you. I got to live there, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, well, he's like, well, have you been doing any saisances? I'm like, why the hell would I do any saisances? <laughs> I'm like, I said, you don't mess with always boards, you know. You don't touch that no, stuff. No. And I mean, I I'm have, like, but no. <laughs> right, but like I said, now he's. I said, I now I may have pissed the ghost off a few times. He's like, what'd you do? I said, I talked back to him. I said there, there, there was one night I was at my computer and a book fell off the shelf, and I just knew it was a ghost. I'm like, you better stop this shit right now. I'm trying to concentrate. <laughs> And he's like, well, you're talking back to the ghost. You can't do that. I'm like, well, fuck, it's my house. He's like, well, it was their house first. Technically, you're wrong. Mm, this is true. But it's just but, space. Yeah. But then he went on to say it's a seasonal haunting. It's not every day or every week this stuff happens. It's. Yeah, that's true. That, I don't think. So. Yeah, I, I could agree with that because, I mean, anytime I ever felt something around me it wasn't constant I mean there was oh when I was younger when I would walk past the bathroom to get to my room I swear I would see somebody there like I swore somebody was there and every night when I would go to sleep I close my eyes and then I would just hear something tell me open your eyes look up open your eyes look up and I was like fuck that I'm closing my eyes as tight as I possibly can like no 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 no, no. moving my bed away from the window like no this is not for me you know and then it started just being like normal <laughs> you know what I mean like it was like okay I guess this is just my life now 
Yeah, and it's, but it's, but it's like, so weird. It's like, for anybody who does not have that sense or ever witnessed paranormal, it is, it is so easy to presume it does not exist. But okay. I promise you right now, if, if you only have the experience of one time in your life, and you won't believe your own heartbeat. Oh, yeah. But, it, but it's fast. and I would I would love it, to hear other people's stories. I would love to oh, absolutely. And yeah. see, me and Jaylene have been talking about this podcast for months, and we finally figured everything out. Well, we're still trying to figure out stuff. So well. This first episode, <laughs> we are sorry, but we are trying. Um, but we want this podcast to be like viewer driven we want we want you to be part of this journey with us we want to hear different type of hauntings ufos even if you're abducted we want to hear about it oh my gosh yes please yes as interactive as we can possibly get with everybody the better i want to hear all of it i want to i want to like picture it in my head when i'm reading it you know absolutely oh, no. it's like to me it's it's fun so what egged this whole uh, podcast thing on back when all these hauntings were happening um i became friends with a gentleman and author in philadelphia and he has this amazing podcast he invited me on there for a whole episode and it, it, it got me thinking i'm like we so should do a podcast and he he considered himself more of a paranormal journalist not an investigator but he likes to go around and interview people who have thing and he said and at the beginning of his podcast he has a disclaimer says if anything happens to you after this podcast we are not responsible for any paranormal or crazy <laughs> shit that happens in your life <laughs> i love it so, so what are some guys that is this the guy that you're talking about that said he would there, well there uh, uh that gentleman i was just talking about his name is t fox donovan okay he uh so off subject a little bit you guys will find out we like golf subject a lot t fox <laughs> donovan he he is a recovered cancer patient and while he was close to death he had all these visions and these things that happened to him and instead of moping about it he actually when he recovered he wrote a book about it oh, um, it's called Mercy by T. Fox Dunham if you guys have a chance get that book because I, I bought that book it is freaking amazing it's fiction but it's like it is creepy it is just freaking creepy oh I love creepy um, but Brandon Callahan is a gentleman who is a paranormal investigator and author. He has two amazing books in it. He has uh, the first book he written was uh, The House Where Evil Lurks. That book was amazing. You have to read it. His second book was a different investigation, and the book was called The Agony That Remains. And, but we were talking, but in that book, he he goes to this this land and I want to say the owner was Indian and it's part of Jaylen I don't know if you've ever heard of the the lateral lines or something it's it's basically the longitude latitude certain lines that intersect yes 
Yes, I have heard of it. Yes. Okay. Anyway, this property lies on one of those. This this property is actually part of the Trail of Tears as well. So you already know that the land is sacred, the land is haunted. But he talked about when the ghost hauntings were happening, when he was investigating it, there was also lights in the sky like UFOs correlating with the ghost phenomenon. And it makes you think, what if they're not ghosts? What if they are aliens with a cloak type of thing? Yes, like what if they're just living here? They're just here. They've been here. I totally Oh, yeah. Like, okay. So we're going to have to save this next part for another episode. Yeah, we're going to have to. Have you ever heard of people saying the UFO bases are underneath the, the ocean and lakes? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh man, we're gonna have yeah. to discuss that yeah. in future episodes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So okay, back yeah. to drunk and possessed. Yes. Should I drink tonight? <laughs> <laughs> should we should we should we test this theory? <laughs> I mean it's just sad. Well we are talking <laughs> we're already doomed. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> so for anybody who's not know me and Jaylene met on TikTok we we're both creators on there we just do it for fun yeah. or goofballs <laughs> like that but we all went to Nashville to meet up and I was like an hour away from meeting her and we were both downtown Nashville but apparently we were both on Broadway we were just, I don't know how you didn't hear me <laughs> I don't know I don't know I really don't <laughs> No, we were so close to actually meeting in real life. <laughs> One day we're going to make me real life, I promise. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We have to. Can you imagine? Oh, my gosh. Just go ghost be... hunting and just, yeah. Be so have, okay. So, speaking of ghost hunting, have you ever went ghost hunting before? No. But I did pull up a whole map out here, so I'm going to start. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, yeah. If you if you do this, take some videos. Oh, we're sure. gonna have to make a YouTube channel of okay. of stuff that happens to us. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just waiting for it to be a little less hot here, and then you know, because in case I need to like run, which I don't like doing, um, I don't need it to be 117 degrees. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I would like, like to, I would like to calmly run away from a ghost in like 68 degree weather. If that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to run running. I just want to. Keeping it cool. Exactly. Let's <laughs> keep it comfortable, okay? So, uh, we I did make an Instagram account for something the Sixth Sense. Um, so, if anybody sends any videos or pictures to our email, with your permission, we will post it on our Instagram. We give you full credit for it. I actually have a couple of videos of the house of my cameras catching orbs. Oh, I love it. Yes. I want to post on there. And I'm going to yeah. save the best story, I think, for next episode of The House. All right. But I told my wife, I said, I don't want to move strictly because this house is haunted. And I love it. Like, I absolutely love it. Like, I'm never alone. <laughs> yeah, you're never alone. Ever. And, you know, you know, at some point, you know, maybe you can just all coexist comfortably. Hey, one day. I, I haven't heard from him for a while, though, and it's... You know, see, then when it gets quiet, then you're like, hmm. 
what's mm. crazy do you know how the air feels really energized during like a lightning storm oh yeah that's how this house feels at times like let's just say that the kids are fighting or I'm yelling across the house I feel that reverberation coming back to me if it makes Ooh. any sense no that makes total sense no, exactly what like, I've, been to- I've been told my whole life that I have too much like energy in me and everywhere I've lived appliances break around me light bulbs go out I mean I went to the Super Bowl and the power went out <laughs> and I'm uh, like everyone's like it's because you were there and I was like no it's not stop like were you drinking <laughs> I had like one beer <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but like it's always been like everyone's always said that things always break around you why do all of these things and I'm like maybe it's just a coincidence <laughs> but I've been told that my whole life my whole life that I just carry so much energy and I'll, okay you know, off subject but are you a Harry Potter fan by chance I have seen Harry Potter I don't okay. know that I'm a fan so in the, in the first, in the first <laughs> don't get mad book, at me <laughs> no no I'm not mad at you so in the first book Harry didn't know he was a wizard right he had to be told he was a wizard but right. crazy what happened around him Okay, that's me. Break. <laughs> so what if what if you're <gasps> a, I'm a witch? And you and you have uncontrollable power and you don't know about it. That would be phenomenal. Yeah, that would be phenomenal. <gasps> How am I this old and I'm just not figuring this out? He was like a teenager. I don't know. <laughs> <gasps> May- Ooh, I have to look into that. I wonder if there's someone who can help me figure that out. <clears throat> Oh, we could. Well, maybe you should go to Wiccans, Wiccans, Warlock, and Witches of Arizona.com. Okay. <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, everybody, uh, I just want to let you know I want to thank everyone who is joining us on this journey. Um, we have so many stories, ideas we want to share with you all. Um, Jaylene, I thought about, like, in coming episodes of you talking about famous haunted places in, like, your state, and I, then I could share one from my state. Yeah. Um, there, there's some creepy stuff, and... I just hate how, like, these bigger places get all the attention, but these smaller places are, like, more creepier than the ones you see, like, movies getting made of. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, we had Tombstone out here. So. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I'll be your Huckleberry. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I mean, I like I said, I found a map. I found all kinds of cool stuff. I just got to gather everything, wait for it to not be so hot, and then I am down to go to all these places and oh, share so all awesome. of it. Yes. So I love and that we, idea. Let's do it. Uh, and we, uh, once, once we get these podcasts going, we... We want to dedicate the last segment of the podcast to viewer stories. It could be one, it could be two. It just depends on the length. But it, it's to me, what's more creepy 
than like reading about stuff is hearing someone's personal experience like to me that is amazing like it's like to me it reminds me of sitting around a campfire hearing about ghost stories and stuff yeah we were i'm hispanic so we had like llorona and oh man that's scary that's scary your little girl, so what, your uncle, like pulls you off to the side of the road in Mexico, and he's like, "Can you hear them crying? Can you hear them crying?" I'm like, "No." What? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So explain this to me. I, like, I'm I'm La Yarona was this beautiful woman in Mexico, and she met this man of her dreams, and they got married and had children, and then he found her. She found him in the arms of another woman. He was just disconnected from her, and. The tale is that she drowned her children in the river, but one child saw and the other one didn't. Obviously he was dead. And they say the trees are the only witness to this these children's murder. And, oh, it gives me goosebumps. And um, they say that she lives upon us looking for her children because she doesn't believe that they're dead. It, it's crazy, it's a crazy story. And when you grow up Hispanic, your parents terrify you with that. Okay. <laughs> that oh yeah, Larona God. is gonna come and get you, and she's gonna he- you're gonna hear her call for you, and you hear her weeping. That's what it means. It means the weeping woman. La Llorona is the weeping woman, and she's out there looking for her children. There's a movie. There's a movie about it. <laughs> really? This is this yeah. the first time I've ever heard about this. Oh yeah. So when I was little, my uncle like pulled over in like a very rural part of Mexico and got out of the car at night and yeah, scared me, scared the crap out of me. Mm-hmm. It's like to me, Me- Mexican folklore is like one of the creepiest as they come. It is, it is, it's terrifying. <laughs> so yeah, you know what? I mean, even my nine my nine year old watched that movie with me and she was totally fine. <laughs> She's like her mom. She's like, I love all this stuff. <laughs> that is yeah. like. Yeah, it's definitely different. She watched the movie at home. I got terrified in the middle of the road in Mexico. <laughs> so, you know, it's a man It's, it's, it's kind of like, till this day, I will not watch the movie White Noise. Because, like, just the static alone. Like, if you see Ghost Hunters Paranormal, they use white, white noise machines. Yeah. Like, see, we're old enough to remember of like you had to turn your channel to your TV to three to play a game or something, and you had that like, like, yeah, the static, yeah. It scares the living shit out of you because you think something's gonna crawl through that TV or something's gonna pop up that you don't want to see. Oh, yeah, 100%. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, we have so many things we get to talk about next time. I'm so excited. So oh my god, like I am I'm just so happy this is like happening. This is like amazing for me. Like I, I can die right now be happy. Yeah. not in this house because I don't want to be a, like the <laughs> sixth soul in this house. Right? <laughs> You're gonna be there with like the it's me ghost and be like, no, it's you. <laughs> what, if, what if the it's me ghost? <laughs> You're gonna be the like, it's hey, you it's ghost. Me. <laughs> <laughs> You're it. dead and you don't even realize it. Hey, you never know. What if we aren't? I don't know. Like, there's, there's, there's so many paradoxes that we come up with right now. 
All that unknown, I know. What, what was what was that thing you were telling me the other day about a paradox that we're actually dead? Yeah, like, we're what if we living? are? What if we are? What if we're actually dead? And we're in like this strange, like purgatory where this is actually all just like a dream, right? Like what if we've already lived? I, I don't know, like what? Oh God, it's, my mind goes crazy. Okay, and then like the alien thing and like the hybrids and like it's just what if we really are in this crazy dream and this right. crazy paradox and like are we reliving it or are we stuck here? Well see, like, just like I was telling you, my friend my friend sent me this other day, he says, What if when we die, the light at the end of the tunnels is actually the emergency room light at at the labor table and you're born? And you're crying not because you came out of a belly and a you know a sack, but you're crying because you just left everything behind in your past life that you worked for or shared together with. Okay, but so it, then check this out. When I was four years old, I had a seizure and I went completely flatlined. And they brought me back, and then in the paramedics, I went flatlined two more times, and then at the hospital, I went flatlined again. And then they finally got me awake and they were like, do you know who you are? Do you know where you live? And I was like, yeah, I gave them all my information. Like nothing happened. But ever since that moment is when I can remember things like crazy things. So like, what if that happened? That's what I'm saying. Like, I think my mind right. is just very open and I'm unaware of some of it. But like, what if when you flatlined, you had to go somewhere? Right. I had to because you're dead, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, like theoretically, you died what five times? Yeah, yeah. So at four, at four years old, and my godfather, and see, my godfather ended up passing away three months after that. And I swear he he was with me. Like I had this connection to him, and I have other stories about that. But I always had this connection to him. And this song came on when I was like 18 years old and I just started crying, like uncontrollably crying. And my mom was like, um, Jaylene, your godfather's sister sang this song at his funeral. And I was like, what? Like, I don't remember that, I was four. But I just felt, yeah, like, oh, it just gives me chills when I think about it. But see, it, that's, so, uh, so, Going to, to that whole scheme. Yeah. Have you ever um, heard the term called limbo talking? No. But, okay. Okay. So, I, do, I sleepwalk still to this day. <laughs> really? <laughs> I do. I've ended up outside in my front yard at two o'clock in the morning and I don't oh, know how. <laughs> you're probably possessed. <laughs> right. I must have been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> so. When my my grandfather passed away of cancer two years ago, and we knew the time was really, really close, so we flew to Pennsylvania, that's where I'm from, to go see him. And he, I remember he was at, at home hospice, just like my stepdad. And they gave me the family this book, and my uncle called it the death book. Basically, it showed you the stages of the death of what the body goes through, what to expect, how do you know a time frame of when they leave this earth. And when it was like a week before he went, 
while he was laying there in bed asleep, he was reliving his memories. But everybody he was talking to in his dreams, like you can hear him talking out loud, was everybody who already passed. And I call that limbo talking. Like he's talking to his dead relatives while he's asleep. But when he wakes up, he's talking to the living. And and it's like, I woke him up from his sleep one time. I said, hey, what are you doing? He says, oh, I'm, I'm picking, you know, these grapes with a Um, She was telling me, you know, we're going to have a picnic later. Like, like she's like really there. But I'm like, when we are on our way out, let's just say it's, it's not like a, a big chaotic death, like car crash, but like natural causes and stuff. Yeah. Do you think we get to see a different vision of like, do we get to see dead people walk among us? I truly believe you do. I really do. Because we're so focused on living. So focused on living. What if we're too blind to see the things around us? Well, we're, we're, yeah, I mean, we are, but we've only unlocked so much of our own mind. Imagine if we could open up more all the possibilities and so much more we would see like would we see more vivid would our dreams be like are our dreams oh even? My. you know what I mean right see talk about the dreams so I dream in black and white rarely I will dream in color when I dream in color it's a premonition it's time and time again it will happen the next day or within a few days like, like I'll see this or what or like a premonition <clears throat> so I know it's crazy random. I work a lot, but I had a dream in color that I was at a car lot. So I'm a mechanic for a living, you know, and there was police cars everywhere, lights, siren, broken glass everywhere, and cars like missing wheels and stuff. I'm like, whoa, that was a weird dream. It was actually in color. It was the first time this happened. I go to work the next day. There's a cop car out in the parking lot, broken glass everywhere, broken wheels. Thieves broke onto our our our, our car lot trying to steal wheels. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, solid. Was I dreaming it as it was happened? Or did I dream it and it happened later on? You know, that's Yeah. That's <gasps> the kind of thing that happened to me. Yeah, that's crazy. That's so crazy. So, and sometimes I will, I will dream of dead relatives, and they'll tell me a message, and yeah, I, I will do that. Have, that happens. Pass it along to my mom, you know, or my grandmother who lost her significant other. So I do have a story and, about that for another time. When my boyfriend died, his aunt was she knew things that she should not have known, and told me, and it was crazy. Yeah. That's creepy. Uh huh. I was seventeen at the time, so yeah. It's crazy. That's that's just to me it, that that kind of stuff fascinates me. It does because I think we all do have a gift. It's just we some of us don't know how to channel it, and we sometimes find it out by mistake. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are afraid of it. Oh, absolutely. Like, like if someone were to approach you right now and say, "Hey, do you want to know the day you die?" What would you tell them? 
Oh, I didn't know. I think I'd want to know. I don't think I would want to know. I think I'd want to know. Yeah. Like it's, but it's, it's it's like just like like, I do believe in mediums to an extent. I do believe in psychics to an extent. But I've never gone to a psychic, but I've thought about it. So, um, when my mom's dad, my grandfather, passed away a few months before I was born of a massive heart attack, I never got to meet him, obviously. Yeah. But my mom worked at a radio station at the time, and they had a psychic medium on the radio station. So she had me call and see if I could contact my grandfather. I was like 13. And this guy said, your grandfather doesn't have much time, but he shows you a bunch of love and Hershey Kisses. I was living in Iowa at the time. The Hershey Kisses were a representation of Pennsylvania. Yeah, Hershey. Yeah. And he said a few other things that stuck out to me, but I'm like, I didn't give him any information, nothing. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, you always hear, like, you know, the, the mediums and psychics out there who talk about, you know, like cold readings or hot readings who are just fishing for information. So one of my friends who I've met on TikTok actually had like a reading done from another TikToker and it was like dead on. And I was like, so you didn't give them any information. She's like, nothing. And I was like, you know, it's hard because it's like so many things are public and you can find so many things online. So some of that I'm like, I would much rather someone just come up to me just randomly and be like, you know, I sense this. You know what I mean? I'm right. Kind of like, I'm a little iffy about it. I don't know. But like, what happened to you? That's really cool. Well, it's, I do believe, like, I can pick up on people's feelings sometimes. Like, if I have that connection with somebody, I can pick up, hey, you know, what's going on? You know, you, you seem down. Without even ever seeing them, like, talk to them. Oh. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think if we can do that, it, it, it does not, it does not surprise me that people can actually pick up on psychic abilities. Yeah. I agree with that. Now, there are a lot of scammers out there. Don't get me wrong, but I do oh. believe there are true psychics out there. Is there any psychics out there? Message us. Right? I know. I want to go now. Now I want. Now I want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> now I just. Now I need to know. My curiosity is going crazy again. Oh my god! Yeah. So we are going to wrap up this episode. I want to thank everybody for joining us, Miss Jaylene. I want to thank you for being part of this with me. Thank you. Um, send your stories to summoning the sixth sense at gmail.com. It's also in our video description. I'll put it in every video description. Um, I want to thank you all for joining us. Miss Jaylene, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Y'all have a great one. Bye.